Profanity Nation. Yeah, it's the new era of man for some old school fans with a new school brand. We got money on the mic with the plan in hand. And step back to his left, they go hand in hand. And to the right, we got Simster, he putting it down. It's the Profanity Nation, we running the town. Yeah, it's the Profanity Nation. podcast where we are the voice of the professional fan as you can see it's a full house here tonight in our new studio we've got white chocolate we've gotten white chocolate, chocolate white chocolate notorious street baller one of the world's best so we've got him in studio um, and as usual joined by my homie here money mike how you feeling man you know i'm tired man i'm tired but i'm ready to go i got whole, we got a whole lot of stuff to talk about oh yeah we got lebron to talk about man. here you got yeah, you know what I'm squab tonight i like you guys can hear my little voice is a little hoarse tonight, but um, it's because I'm been, I was yelling at them damn Trojans yesterday, man. They got smashed last night. If anybody looked at the game, they got they got killed 62 33 by the Bruins, but we bounced back. But, did, yeah. did the yelling help? No, I didn't no. Help. I mean, I, oh, I right. mean, my yelling don't come up like thirty points. So it didn't help. Still, what I got a But you still so, feel like at least you gave for the team. Yeah, right? I mean, well, you know, whatever I had. Whatever. Right? <laughs> well, yeah. look, look, you already know it was a rivalry game, so you, I know, I know, Stat Pat was going at it with, Dude, with them UCLA. Oh well, yeah, you know, it's, it's what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. All right. So uh, as you see here, we've got our boy White Chocolate. Like I said, Mint Chocolate. We're going to get to them in a be- in a start or in a second because, as you know, as we start always. the show, we always start with our boy Marco Nunez, professional athletic trainer. Marco, how are you doing today? Doing well, doing well. How's everybody doing this weekend? Hey, we, we good. I just want to confirm, man. Um, my running back ain't, ain't coming back, right? He's still there's no still no chance because. I'm still just, talking I just, about Derrick Henry. Man, we, I, I'm losing. Well, but I'm losing. You got to remind our listeners who's your running back. Yeah, yeah Derrick Henry. No chance for him to come back for the fantasy football season. Can he come back for the playoffs? There might be a small chance, but not for the fantasy football. All right, I, I just had to try. Drop him yeah, because I mean, dude, like every every other running back available sucks, and I'm losing. Hey, so <laughs> let me ask you about uh, Austin Reeves. Last week, um, he wasn't responding to nothing. Trevor uh, uh, and Trevor Reza, uh, you know, they say he's uh, away. That's that was the report for um, from Vogel. He says that uh, you know, if it was up to Austin Reeves, he'd be ready to go. But under you know the trainers' advice, they said give him a couple more days. But they said he feels real good. So how do we go from? I have seen not being being uh, responsive to being ready to go. <laughs> well, here, the the one thing about it, like it, it, the muscles are they're, they're behind your legs because the hamstring and the calves are very very tricky to kind of rehab, so to speak, because those are your, those are your explosive muscles. Um, as far as the the muscle not responding, meaning you know, was he not progressing uh, according to what they were expecting to be? Was he not? Um, Every time you you rehab a, a, any specific injury, whether it's an ACL, whether it's a hamstring, a player has to go to what we call milestones. He has to hit, he or she has to hit certain milestones before you say, okay, now we can progress to the next one, progress to the next one, and back and forth. He probably either just got stuck in one, and it happens. You know, he was just not progressing. He was not progressing, and all of a sudden, he probably had a good a good session, and he kind of just jumped forward type thing. So it's kind of difficult. I mean, as far as the, the level of the, the strain, I don't think they ever said whether it was a first, second, or third degree strain. They just said it was pretty much a, a hamstring strain. 
Um, like you mentioned, it was like the last week you mentioned it was an overt one, which was very visible in MRI, so they would should be able to identify it. Yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, excellent. Well, I, I just need to come back. We're, we're going to move on quick from, from the professional athletes and the Lakers here. Uh, as you saw when we introduced the show, we have two guests with us today. All right, so we have white chocolate and we have mint chocolate here. Mint chocolate is white chocolate's son. White chocolate, how you doing? Get in here, get on the mic and say hello. Everything is great. How's everybody doing today? Excellent. Mint chocolate is a ball. They're both ball, but mint chocolate is currently balling uh, in high school, and he has a nagging ankle injury. He'd love to talk uh -huh. to you about it, if you don't mind. Uh, go ahead and hand him the, he the headphones over there. Uh, yeah, mint chocolate. Yeah, mint chocolate, how you doing? This is Marco Nunez, professional athletic trainer. You're on, my man. How you doing? How you doing? Pretty good. So what's going on? All right, so uh, I'm, a, I'm a high school junior, and okay. uh, so so I was playing in a game, and I like my ankle came down and it rolled sideways, and it kind of like popped out like a grade three uh, okay. sprain. So I was all I'm wondering is like, so coming back from that after like a month, like how do I like slowly progress into like getting more comfortable like running, like jumping without like. Uh, like feeling like I'm going to re-injure that. Is there like any like tips you would give or anything? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a couple of things you could do. I mean, if, if it's a good, good third degree sprain, you're, you're four weeks out, it's, you're still kind of a little bit in the early stage type of thing. So you're still going to have discomfort. Um, one thing you got to make sure that you strengthen the muscles around it. You want to make sure that you get a proper proprioception, basically the, the balancing and also the landing mechanics and also the change of direction. So before you start pivoting side to side and moving side to side, you got to make sure that you're able to run straight forward and backwards with no pain or any discomfort type of thing. The ligaments will heal. Um, odds are that you also probably strained a couple or you, you um, uh, damaged a couple of the tendons in that area. So those are going to be a little bit harder to come back. So that pushing off and landing and, and pivoting and changing direction is going to be one of the last things you're going to be able to do as far as feeling discomfort. So you got to definitely keep an eye on that. Um, yeah. I'm not a big proponent of ankle braces, but when you're coming back from a rehab or from an injury, you want to wear those ankle braces as a precautionary reasons. Also becomes more of a mental issue for you. I mean, you just got hurt. The last thing you want to do is to re-aggravate it. So mentally, you want to be prepared for you. So that's normal for you to get tape or an ankle brace, but eventually you want to ease off on it. Um, you want to get in a proper program. If you if you're already working with um, a rehab specialist or anything like that, I means keep yeah, going yeah. with them. If you if you're not, give me a shout. Uh, Jeff has has my number, and we get you. I can get you straight up, and we'll get you on a program. Uh, man, I appreciate it. Thank you. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, he's yeah. he's got skills, mad skills out there. He's playing with the big boys. That's for sure. Yes, yeah, so, he, he's over there dunking on everybody. <laughs> he's out there, man. Street ball. So, so, yeah. so, so, Marco, he, he don't have to, you know, he got that Kobe mentality. So he can just play, right? We ain't got to sit him down like LeBron for about a week or two. Oh, we're gonna get to that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just done with saying, I'm just asking. Bro, I'm just saying, saying, dude. Yeah. <laughs> okay, look, look, look. Off the air, this this is why I say that. Off the air. The one thing I will got to say, I mean, Kobe's Kobe. I've never met anybody other than Kobe. I, unfortunately, I never had the opportunity to work with Michael Jordan. I would have loved to work with him. I would have imagined he would have been very similar to Kobe. Um, and like I said, I, I no disrespect to any other players, but Kobe is Kobe. And I don't think we're going to see another player like Kobe in a long, long time. But we'll see. Okay. I so okay. stop using them as the okay. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I'm a barometer, man. I, I apologize. I just feel. <laughs> I so just hard. feel, and let me know what you think about this. You know, and, and this is probably your opinion. I feel that LeBron doesn't want to come back until he's 100. percent 
or ninety nine percent. Like you know that that's just my my. While other players are what? While other players probably would be eighty percent. They'll try to give it a go. Except Kawhi. Well, well, well okay, Kawhi. <laughs> <laughs> Kawhi, Kawhi likes to have a great season, get a big contract, and then, yeah, and then, and then take a season off and continue <laughs> to get his money. That, that's, that's the difference. Exactly. It is I, what I it mean, is. As you get older, you got to be a little more careful as far as what you do when you when you come back from an injury because then you're prone to like other issues, other injuries, or something like that. So, um, you know, I, I think with LeBron, he's trying to look into the playoffs. He's trying to look in, in you know, longevity type of thing, and he wants to try to win. And, and I think my understanding also, I think, did, well, did I hear incorrectly that I think somehow um, leaked out that this is supposed to be his last year or he announced? Did he really? LeBron. I, I thought well, I read it on Twitter bre- somewhere. Breaking that, uh, news. Breaking, breaking news, news from oh, Marco. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. We're coming back to Marco. <laughs> Don't you do that. Uh, man. All right. Well, we'll look into that. Look yeah. into it. If so, you're the new Woj. If that's the case, you may be the new Woj. We're going to check right our now. sources because I thought he was talk- trying to you know, play, Bronny, play we'll until Bronny came in. But, we'll uh, but we're going to try and then next week we're going to give you an answer for that. You know what happened to Carson it. Palmer when he, you know, he leaked out that uh, that SC and uh, not Tomlin oh, <laughs> had interest, and all of a sudden like Tomlin was shut that down. So you don't want to be the bearer of anything <laughs> like that, man. Yeah, right. it's like breaking news. Breaking, breaking news. news. No, no, Marco no. Nunes, former Lakers athletic no, trainer. No, we won't. No, make, we, we won't do I, that. I you are live. I was surprised because, yeah, I thought I saw something on Twitter or somebody had, had mentioned something like that, or may, it might have been a teaser or something like that. But I, I'm surprised that it, it didn't go any further than that. Yeah, All right, check well, we'll see. We'll see. All right, make sure you go back and edit that out. All right. <laughs> All right. Live yeah. is live, Marco. We can do it in post, though. Yeah, hey, Marco, do us a favor. Let everybody know how to keep in touch with what you've got going on. Yeah, hey everybody, if you guys have any questions regarding injury, sports medicine, or just your fantasy football league, make sure you hit me up on my Instagram at MarcoANU17, or also subscribe to my YouTube channel at Evolve Athletic Performance for weekly sports medicine tips of the week. Thank you, guys. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much, Marco. You, Marco. We'll see you next you. week. Have all a right, good one. Bye. All right, man. All right. So, uh, all right, so good stuff. So you learned at least a little oh, bit. Yeah, Basically, yeah. take it easy, right? All right. So what we'll do is we'll keep that kind of there. You guys just pull it back and forth. Uh, let's get him in here. Let's get White Chocolate going here. White Chocolate, my man, how are you doing today? Everything is blessed. Happy to be here. Yeah. 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 How, yeah how is How long have you been in L.A.? You just visiting or are you here to stay? What are you thinking? Well, you know, I've been here. I just came for a couple of days. I was supposed to be here for a couple of tournaments. And then, uh, you know, that was in September. And this what is it? November now. So we're trying to do some big things. We got some big things on the way, man. We're trying to work hard and give you all some great new content, man. So, you know, it's it's some moves on the way. Keeping it moving. It's kind of hard to leave L.A., right? (laughs) It's kind of nice out here. A lot of action on this west side. Absolutely. Absolutely. So 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 if if you don't know, if you've been hiding under a rock for the last X amount of years, 20 years plus uh, white chocolate is pretty much known as one of, if not the, the best street baller ever to exist. Uh, he did. Especially on the East Coast. Especially on he's the East Coast. The and now. he's here now on the West Coast, but he's visited before. But uh, on East Coast, he's the man. On West Coast, he's yeah. here visiting. And um, we're just so happy to have you here, my man. And it's been great. We've actually seen you out there playing a little bit. Uh, we've got some other things going on, like you said, some content. But uh, we're having some fun on the Venice courts, having some fun in Culver City, Long Beach, everywhere. You're just getting some runs out there just about anywhere you can, right, man? Yeah, that's cor- that's correct. Uh, we've been playing at Venice Beach. I got like three MVPs. 
in like a couple weeks. And then we took the show, you know, to uh, Long Beach. We did the Complex Con and, and it was great at Long Beach. Uh, we did some other courts. We went to San Jose. We went to San Francisco. Um, I'm going with the hoop bus a lot of places, man. So just mm. keep the eye out for the hoop bus things. Mm. We'll be in your neighborhood. We'll be in your city. We'll be at your schools. You know, just trying to inspire the youth, tell them to believe and to achieve, and they can do anything in the world they want to do if they put that work in. So that's kind of where we're at with it right now. Yeah, yes. and speaking of work, man, you know, we are here, so they they got heels, right? They have known well known heels, and my man over here running heels that Olympic runners don't want to run over a sitting on heel. They got three heels of sitting on heels. He right. run, he running the biggest oh, one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But let me ask you though, man, because you know I'm I'm gonna put some people on blast. You got your son running that same heel yet? Yes, sir. We ran it yesterday, my yeah. brother. Okay. Hey, so tell me, helmet. tell me how that heel. Tell me about that heel, man. Hey, that was the most vicious, like non-mountain hill <laughs> I've ever. And he makes me run the hills all the time. That hill was something different because it's like halfway up it when you think it's like over. You got the whole other incline. You just can't see it until you get halfway. Real steep. steep. I raced him up it like three times. And then we played uh, uh, best out of three to uh, one-on-one. And then we ran up it a couple more times. Mm -hmm. So, nice. Yeah, we had we had a good workout. Hey, well, hey, you, oh, hold on, hold on. Like I said, it's uh, a no. Back, back, that's no I mean, story. So, 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 so hold on. So not one. You, one in one day. Yeah. Y'all ran that heel three times. Yes, sir. Okay. So look. Okay, let me ask you. So, how long did y'all take a break? Because I know me, if I run like halfway, I'm laying down. Uh, no break, you know? Big Mike. This is Money Time, Mike, baby. Ain't no break. Ain't no break. We got to get to the top. Then you can take a little rest on the way down, and we right back. You know. So we did those yesterday three times, and then today we went to Venice Beach and we ran. They have a new sand dune there. Boop boop. Breaking news. Breaking news. They got a new sand. Big sand dune in Venice, right by Muscle Beach now. So we ran that hill five times up and back today, nice. and that was some great work, you know. Exactly. So we're always working, always trying to get better, always trying to have an edge on the competition. It is no time for second place, and I am the greatest, not the latest. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to talk to you a little bit, okay? That that's that's perfect segue into what we want to get to, okay? You've been doing this for quite a while, right? Yes, sir. Uh, how long? If you can say roughly, how long have you been in the street ball game uh, as a money making opportunity? I've been playing street ball professionally since 2001 when I came out of Bowie State University. Um, mm-hmm. We were we were ranked in the nation, 14th in the nation. Um, I was leading this team in everything, but I didn't have the NBA call. So, you know, and one was coming out at the time and they was like, come here do this and i started getting paid like 500 dollars a game playing and one games and it just progressed mm-hmm. and rucker park came and rucker park like the greatest place to play on the earth to me mm-hmm. and i think a lot of great basketball players would agree with me on that one oh, yeah. and the history behind that and then the people and the energy so once i got mm-hmm. there and started playing pro- professionally at, at the park and getting playing like a thousand dollars a game at rucker um and then the and one thing took off then I won the MTV Magic Johnson hundred thousand dollars was named the number one street ball player in the world. That was big. Um, so you know I've been playing since two thousand one professionally. Two thousand twenty one. Mm. I just feel like I'm just getting good. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot, a lot of, lot of work to do. Want to be the best in the world, so you got to put the work in um, on an everyday basis. So I don't just play. I really do work on my craft and try to perfect it. Cool, cool, cool. So you know I like to start trouble. Hey man, you ever beat your dad yet? Who, who winning? One on one. Yes. Two out of three. All right. Yesterday uh, was like I, like we go back and forth because we both had like the same game. I know all his moves, but yesterday <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. Makes yeah. that makes sense. That makes sense. Makes sense. He probably knew all your moves though. 
I don't even know all my moves. Exactly. How <laughs> can you know all my moves? I don't agree with this content. He's been okay. studying for a while. Go ahead, Mick Tower. But 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 yesterday he came with it. So we played best out of three series. No, I wouldn't hear it. I wonder what happened yesterday. Mike's so messy. Best out of three series. He he crushed me the first two games. Like I was like, this is the best player I've ever seen. So the first two games, three straight. I got him out of there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know if he. I don't know if he let off the gas a little bit the last two. But yeah. you think he got a little tired because he ran I the think, hill? I think so. I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, know, like I get, you know his gears like a Marcio Largo, but the young boy's getting tough, man. You know he started making all these crazy shots yesterday, looking at me like all oh, crazy and all this. So you know he started. He started to be a problem, but you know I still put him in check whenever hey. you know. Hey. But that's, 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 that's you're happy game, for that. Yeah, you're happy oh, for I love that. It. You know, yeah. it's, it's 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 really crazy because you know, my my both my sons, you know, they're both becoming great basketball players. But you know, we always been playing since they were little. So yeah. I've been having them out there, been cooking them, and now you know they're both bigger than me. They're both more athletic than me. And this kid works very hard. You know what I mean? So he he has better handle than me right now. You know, he is handled brrr, super fast. So you know, the level where he can get to, the sky's the limit. You know, we don't want to. Uh, but we want to work and compete every day. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. I, I teach them to compete, win, lose, or draw. We're competing because when you go out there, you got to represent what you're doing and, and the work you're putting in. So, so competing is another thing, you know, especially for these youngins and, and even the even the young pros. They, you know, you. competing is different. Like you're mm. good, but can you compete? You right. know, when your back is against the wall, are you going to perform? Can you hit the big shot? Can you stay cool and calm mm-hmm. in the fire? All of that is like the stuff they don't put on the paper, but you can't be a player without it. So mm-hmm. you might get a check, but are you a player? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I feel you. So you know, you know, you know what I hear from that is there are winners and losers. Can you know this, this world? I mean, don't like winners and users. I mean, no, we, no more. We, we got to keep that in there. We got to keep that's a part of the game. That's the only way you're gonna, you know, you're gonna get better. You know, you got to take those L's. I mean, once you take those L's, yeah, you and just only everything has to be seen as like a teachable moment. And the fact that you will be able to come back from that, the only reason why your son was able to go ahead and even be on the same court with you because he had to take those L's early. Yeah. Then he learned. Now he's coming to you. At the end of the day, you kind of look at your kids like, okay, yeah, you did learn something. You know what I'm saying? That's just proud. I mean, you beat me. Yeah, you beat me. Right. But I got to be proud of that. Yeah. And I can't be just spanking you all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you ain't learning nothing. When was the first time you actually beat, uh, beat your dad? And what was the that? game? What was it? Oh, was that a couple years ago? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was probably a couple years. So me, have, uh, I got an older brother that's that's nice. He's like 6'5", big, stuff like that. He's a uh, point guard, too. So we are, our game is 21, but we changed it because we got 21 too easily because he'll, he'll make like 21 straight. So we, <laughs> we, got, we, we changed it. So we handicapped that. Yeah, yeah, we got handicapped that. <laughs> so now we play 33. Okay. Like, so, so 33 gets competitive. We're all going at it, you know, saying talking trash and all that. Uh, so I think that's probably had to be the first time. I beat I, you him. know what? You know, winning and losses, that's one thing. That's cool. But I just want to know when do you snatch his ankles? Like, when do you get it? When do you win? That's where we're at right now. Right? Oh, <laughs> it, it's a war. Well, hold on. <laughs> but see, you have to snatch the ankles and make the shot. Okay, you But we, we, I mean, like, we have the best two handles I know personally, like, uh-huh. the best two handles. So, yeah. like, if someone even recorded, like, us yeah. playing one on one, that's crazy. 
like best <laughs> content on the internet. For real. For real. Because them joints is crazy. Like I might mix him up, bing bing. I mean, it ain't nothing. Like we're not holding anything. Right, back. right, right. You know what I mean? Like they're growing up. And so, like through the pandemic, it was really a great time for me as a father because I got both my sons, right? And there ain't no basketball anywhere. There's no games for the like it was a year and a half, no games, right? Mm. But I got some great bump with the, my two boys. We're going to play in 33 against each other, one-on-ones and 33s. 33. And 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 they're getting better and they're keeping me sharp. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, them, them that year and a half right there was really good for us as far as like their development mm-hmm. and then just just being us you know and i really watched them progress over that year you know a lot yeah. of, a lot of time with with them you know what i mean mm-hmm. i would stop doing a lot of training everybody else and really wanted to focus on my kids these last couple of years because their their development is at the time where they need that next level yes. level and next step that they're going to be taking mm-hmm. so as a father all right, you know, it's my time to really put it. I mean, they've always been with me their whole life, and we always been rocking, but it's another level, another gear to get to. So, you know, I think they really took advantage of that and have been working hard. So now, as we came out of that pandemic, you know, they're kind of getting requested. Like, they're they're starting to get noticed. So okay, if they get okay. some spotlight now, you know, it'll be there. like, I've been waiting to let, let them get the spotlight until they're ready for that. Mm-hmm. And now they're ready. So, you know, we're going to take those steps. Nice. Grab that. That's awesome stuff. All right. So um, you're here. You're here with your son. You guys are balling. Um, you've been doing this a long time. We've talked kind of about the workouts, but let, let's just talk about that commitment to that workout just to keep it going, to keep yourself young, to keep yourself in shape. Um, it's no joke. We're not talking about like three days a week. We're not talking about two days a week and the other days you're sleeping, right? right. We're talking about every day. Every day. Every day, waking up early, grinding, going out. You guys have a workout. Take us through kind of just one of your days that just with the workouts. Just just kind of take us through a day. Okay. Well, like a um, you know a weekend day, you might wake up early. It might be a six o'clock wake up. You might go do the run in the workout on on your cardio, your conditioning. That'll be like the hills, or we might go to the sand. I kind of try to mix it up so every day isn't exactly the same because I don't want to be stagnant or just get used to one thing. It's just like defenders. It's just like competition playing like multiple people. So you have to be ready for different things. So six in the morning, we wake up, you know, go get the workout and go get some running type of uh, car and a cardio and maybe some body work. You know, Mm. you might do some push ups some pull ups, some dips some weights or some things of that nature, mixing that up as well. And then, you know, chill out for a little bit, then drop him off at school, uh, then go get my workout in. Mm -hmm. He might have morning practice or whatever like that. And then I'll get my workout in and then like work out on the basketball court. Now, okay, that was like, you know, an hour or something like that on your body. Now you got to work on your basketball game. So Mm -hmm. probably two hours, an hour, 45 minutes, two hours in, in the gym. Daily. Daily. Oh, yeah, this is it daily might be people. two or three people hours. Listening, this is daily, people. Yeah, it might right. be two or three or four hours sometimes, like depending on your yeah, your mood. It's a grind. Definitely like two, three, four hours. So about 11 o'clock, you're probably done. You know, probably go get some lunch, things like that. Um, he'll get out of school. He'll either have practice or we'll go practice. You know, we'll go play or go find a court, get some runs in or get another workout in with him. And then we'll probably either find some runs at a gym or something like that if we can. And then uh, go to bed, get get some eat, get some good food, and do it all over again. Rinse and repeat, huh? <laughs> that, that's perfect. You brought up the good food. We had a, a guest a couple of weeks ago, Maggie Awad. She's a, uh, a sports nutritionist from Dallas, and she was talking about how important uh, the diet is. And not just the diet just for energy, but the diet for recovery. Um 
do you do any, have you done anything special in your diet? Do you, is there anything daily that you do anything like that? The most important thing of your diet really honestly is to keep moving. Like it really isn't your diet, even though your diet is important, but I I believe that a body of motion stays in motion. So I really truthfully, definitely. And I think I'm an example of that because I don't eat healthy, which is it's better to eat healthy and yes, eat, eat healthy and definitely put them good things in your body. But at the end of the day, it's all energy. So like, you're a ball of energy. So like, you know what I'm saying? Keep, keep, eat things that is going to be able to keep you moving. I guess, you know, that makes sense. I mean, I'm really more into, you know, the juice, the, the smoothies and things like that. Now mm-hmm. the car bowls and stuff sure. like that, they taste good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But my, my life is always on a run. So I'm always going from one place, one city, one court, one. So it's always like being fast food for real, grab what you, can. you know, grab it and go and stuff. So now they're making it more convenient to get more healthy things quicker. Right. So that, that all is enabling me to probably eat a little better. Uh, and you, I drink a lot of water when I'm playing, but when I'm not playing, I probably don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but actively I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that the balance of that is, is important. Like try to eat healthy and get the good, you know, get the good herbs and, and things like that in your body, the good vitamins. Um, but most importantly, honestly, I really do think it is your conditioning. I really do think conditioning, it is moving. mentally keeping yeah, yourself in. It is mentally and physically because it goes together. And when you're moving and your body, it just naturally clears things out. Yeah. So whatever the bull stuff that you're eating, right, it's going to clear it out if you're moved. The more you move. Yeah, yeah. you're processing. Yeah. So it's processing just to take a more process of worse food. Mm-hmm. But the key is to move and, and to be active. And, and and even if you can't do it for a long time, maybe before you don't really realize what you can actually do in 30 minutes or even if you got 15 to 20 minutes but you go hard in them 15 20 minutes you can take a step that day and everything's just a step everything's a step mm-hmm. to another step so it's beautiful yeah your metabolism must be great man because yeah you burn everything you know, yeah because i know i can run the, the small hill <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying and, and if i ran that hill i'm wrapped you know what i mean but like I'm, in I'm a month though if you ran that hill like say you ran a hill three days a week for a month what about the second month? Yeah. You might be able to tack that hill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's yeah, not going to stick with it, Money Mike. Let's go, man, Money Mike. You can meet hey, me on the hill, baby. Hey, he you, liked, know you know what he liked about that story that you told? The fast food part. Oh, that's He's my like, thing. I can do that. Oh. I'm with you. Oh, I'm with yeah. you. Fast that's food, that's the part we can do. Hey, if we move more, if we move more, we can eat better. Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite fast food, man? I'm a cheeseburger dude, cheeseburger pizza all day, man. All right, so how's that in and out out here? And what? how does it compare? East Coast versus West Coast? East Coast burgers where? Oh, man, you got to go. Like, I like burgers everywhere. So, I mean, I eat everybody's burger. But man, that in and out on that west side, yeah, oh my you can't argue, right? That in and out shuts it down. <laughs> what about you, Mint Chocolate? What's your is it the same for you? Oh man, that in and out might be the best like burger or food I've ever tasted. I don't I don't right. eat fast food though. Personally, I don't I don't like McDonald's. Yeah, Oh, eat, you eat healthy? I, eat extremely healthy. I cook my own food. I, I don't. Okay, so, oh, you, yeah. so you don't listen to your dad with that part. Yeah, yeah, I can't say okay. that. Cool, <laughs> but. Uh, Nah, yeah, I, that in and out is different though. I, that that's that's the one thing I will. Hey, good for you, man. Good, you know, I you know, it's good. <laughs> good so he, he does his own cooking. He been cooking since eighth grade for himself. Like he th- he he does take care of himself uh, more healthy wise. You know what I'm saying? And eating wise. And that's amazing, man. That's gonna get that's you gonna have a longer career than him. So oh, yeah. you what are you like? Forty five. I'm forty three right now. Okay, cool, cool. Damn. So that means he gonna be at like sixty still out there. He gonna be like cooking. Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But you gonna go past him because you eating better. That's right. <laughs> 
Yeah, and he's running the hills and all that. And he running yeah. the hills, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's doing everything. And he's had it. He's had you from the start training him. So, um, you know, but see, that's hard, dude. I know, man. Like my church, man. You know, we had to do like a 21 day fast, and 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 well, it was it was called a Daniel fast, but basically you become a vegan for like 21 days, yeah. right? And man, I'm gonna tell you, I felt great. My blood pressure was down. I lost like 20. You needed that burger, listen, listen, <laughs> listen. You need it. And you I went to church. It. I went to church. It was that 21st day. So, Guess where I went? In and out. In and out. <laughs> I went in and out. I got me. They was like, he going to get sick. He going to get sick. I I'll, went, I'll get sick. I, I got me a double-double straight up from in and out. That is awesome. You know, you know how they say, you know, after 21 days, yeah, your body you get the, totally- get the habit. No, nah, dude, I was. I, the, every, I did it for 21 days. I went straight. Straight to in and out. And took pictures and posted on Instagram and everything. Yo, I'm here. Cause I was depressed. I was I was those twenty one days. I was eating right, you know, and you know, depressed. But well, you were in that burger, man. I felt great though. I felt great. And not mentally. Not mentally. Uh, but true. I, my blood pressure was was perfect. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, I lost like I say, I lost like fifteen pounds. You know, I had more energy. I went straight. That twenty one days did nothing. Yeah, you couldn't get on quick enough. He was thinking about that burger on the 18th. Time, day. Man, was, 18th day. He was I like, dude, I, yeah, three more days. days. Yeah, three more days. <laughs> he was like, I earned this burger. Man. <laughs> Let me tell you. You know, I found this. That is good. You can't argue. I that. found all my weight in about 10 days. It took me 21 to lose, but I found it in about 10 days. Did you ever go back to the vegan diet? No, you know what? Every time I pa- if my pastor calls for a fast, and it's usually around the January, February, I'll go do it. But, you know, but. I already, I already have a plan though. As soon as the twenty-one days over, plan, like, right yes, <laughs> this is heavy sponsorship for that in and out. By the yeah, way, like you need to get with us on this uh, episode. Yeah, for real. exactly. All yeah, right, so yeah. so everybody, thank you for joining us. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We just need to run our little sponsors. We know how we do this, so don't go anywhere. Again, we're here with white chocolate. We're here with mint chocolate. We got money, Mike, Stat Pat, yours truly, Simpson in the house. So don't go anywhere. We got a show. We got sir. a show. We got a lot to talk. I'm about. Fun with this. We'll be right back. The Profanity Nation is now the official podcast of the Los Angeles Lakers fan club on Clubhouse. Be sure to join over 5,000 strong and growing. Also, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t shirt. Again, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t shirt. Profanity Nation. Yeah, it's the new era of man for some old school fans with a new school brand. We got money on the mic with the plan in hand. And step back to his left, they go hand in hand. And to the right, we got Simster. He putting it down. It's the Profanity Nation. We running the town. Yeah. It's the Profanity Nation. Profanity Nation. Sticking around, we are still here. We are the Profanity Nation podcast. We are here with Money Mike, Stat Pat, Simster. We got white chocolate in the house and mint chocolate, and we're rolling. All right, so we're going to keep this show going. Uh, as always, we are a somewhat NBA Lakers-centric show here, so we have to talk about our Lakers. Yes. Uh, uh, Lakers play Detroit tonight. You guys, I'm sure, were balling out of court somewhere, so you probably didn't see. Um, however... There was some some play going on. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to go ahead and let you watch this really quick because LeBron was in a scrap. 
Yeah. And did you see that by chance? Uh, my man, you know, Mint Chocolate's real live with the whole, you All know. All right. So you showed him already. So we good. But I didn't see who, who threw the punch yeah. either All at the right. mix. No, hey, right. hey, hey. Let this me see it one time. Hey, hey, white yeah. chocolate. White chocolate. This is the NBA. Nobody throw punches, man. But he was like, what do you do? Bust the ketchup pack? Man, listen. <laughs> Nobody throw punches. You know what I mean? He caught like an elbow earlier. Then hey, he realized he was bleeding and hey, snapped. Yeah. Hey, so that's the thing about it, man. Like, it, it, it was a little scratch. And then he oh, over there, shot. if he got, if he, when he started bleeding, it had to be because he was trying to get through people, but he didn't. You mean. think so? Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think of that. Yeah, because I mean, because look, when he when he got hit, he wasn't bleeding. When he was in when he was in LeBron face, he wasn't bleeding. Right. That's then all of a sudden, yeah, yeah. then all of a sudden, he he got looked like he got, yeah, got knocked out. Him. You know what I'm saying? So he was over there trying to fight through. He probably got scratched again. You know right. what I mean? No, he leaking. Yeah. He leaking, yeah. So, so right there, he could have got it, and it might have just took a minute wow. to start bleeding. Oh my God. All right. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's I mean, that happens every day. Right. Yeah. Right. That, I mean, that, right there, that's just I get stole like that, bro. Yeah. That's like yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. on a box out. Like that's not really a swing. But I'm gonna tell you what the difference is. I'm gonna tell you what the difference is between street balling and, and the NBA. Ain't nobody holding you back in street ball. <laughs> <laughs> that's the difference. <laughs> that's the difference. You yeah, know, there's no one gonna stop that. But fight. even like when it first happened, you see kind of LeBron like, oh my bad type joint. Yeah. Yeah, he, and the dude snap. Wait, so right. why did LeBron get ejected? Well, it was flagrant too. It's a non-basketball. It's a, it's a non-basketball. See, that's, that's the thing, you know. He swung. He swung. Not, not, yeah, you're not. You but it was like a no-look swing. Like. Yeah. A flagrant too, though? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. A flagrant too. I thought hey. these boys could have played in the 90s, Mike. Man, no, they couldn't. No, 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 no. They no, couldn't. No, no, no. They still could have played in the 80s, Mike. Right, because we see, we talked about that a little bit last week. Because mm-hmm. I have my I mean, my segment, I was talking about that. Like these people ain't about that life, you know what I mean? People, you know they listen. The bad boys, the Detroit bad boys, my come on, goodness. man. You know what I mean? The 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 Celtics and the the, the clothesline, the nineties Knicks. Look, listen, the clothesline oh was a regular foul. That dude was in the air and got clothesline, and that was a regular foul. That was, you know, that was play on, play on, or like when Kareem. Uh, Sh- oh, no. Just hey, stole see, Larry Bird out the air, or man. Dr. J and Larry Bird. They they stayed in the game after but the fight. But look, but look, they see, didn't leave. Nope. See, see, this is why I love the that wasn't thing. even an alternative. This, this yeah, why love, you got to stay and play. This is why I love that generation. And Pat, you remember this? I know you remember it. Nobody else though. Kareem came into the game. He said, "You know what? I'm tired of people messing with me. So I'm about to just throw a big old elbow and get kicked out the game." Yeah, you know, so and that, that, that dude, that dude, literally with with first three minutes of the game. He elbowed the hell out that dude, and but and and got kicked out, and he he took it. But guess what? Everybody like, don't mess with Kareem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't mess with Kareem. Don't mess with Kareem. Mm-hmm. Charles Oakley. That's that's that walk right into the prison and punch yeah. the biggest dude. Right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> right. It's right. the same yeah. thing, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it works every time, but okay. It, it, it's it's, so it's, it's the same thing, though. Like you know what I mean? Like you know, awesome. you knew not to mess with Charles Oakley, man. You know not. You know what I mean? You don't listen. You don't mess with Charles Oakley right now. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Big like, Oak. These yeah. these people. I mean, I know it's way before your time, man. But listen, back. Well, listen, listen to what I'm telling you. Like Bill Beer had a black eye every other week. Oh, yeah, he ain't every other week. Yeah. He know and, he and, 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 you know, you know. Look, and, uh, getting back to Michael Jordan. You know, Michael Jordan. That's why, where how you learn to talk about the work ethic and everything. Yeah. So Michael Jordan, he was a great player, but he couldn't go left, right? So they really? took. Listen, listen. He couldn't go left, right? So what happened was the bad boys forced him left, and then. And every time he went left, they knocked his ass down. So you know what Michael Jordan did? He said, you know what? 
He started lifting weights. weights. He started lifting yeah, weights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did two things. He was able to go left and he started lifting weights yeah. because he knew he was going to meet the bad boys again. Yeah. And when they, when they hit him, he knew he knew he had to be stronger so that way he'll be able to take that abuse yeah. and be able to go left. Mm-hmm. Because see, what happens is he would go left, he would go right back right. Yeah. And then, But that was a sweet spot. Going right was a sweet spot. Yeah. So they, if, if he couldn't make that move going back. There's not to, not yeah, to say. Not, yeah. mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I never knew Michael Jordan couldn't go left. Man, listen. Dang. I'm just telling you. But yeah, you thought he was just absolutely yeah, perfect. When they paint the picture. That's how they paint the picture. Perfection. That's all you ever see. You don't see the flaws. Yeah, that's the point, though. Like, everybody... It's so much marketing behind it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So when, and we, when yeah, we, just ask Pippin. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll tell you. All right, dude. All right, look, man, look, I'm just saying, man. Look, with Pippin right now, dude. Look, I, man, he just can. I don't He's know. He's trying to get some stuff off his chest. I'm, I'm just saying. I remember Pippin though. I remember Pippin. Pippin was nice. He was nice. But Pippen is now trying to make everyone believe that he was on par with Michael Jordan. And that's why I got some pushback on that. I, I know one couldn't win without the other. I know that, obviously. I know that. Jordan doesn't get those championships without Pip. We know that. Especially when Pip is taking the, the best guy. And he's the main, he's the number one defender. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know that already. Pip is playing, he's, he's bringing the ball up. And he's, he's got the number one defense. Making it real easy for Mike. So, yeah. So, Mike is getting it easier. I mean, you know, so I get that. But I mean, sometimes you got to put you got back off a little bit right now, man. I, I don't know what's yeah, the what's the agenda. Man, man. Listen, hey, did he get look. a book? There's a book out. Yeah, yeah, he book. Oh, some book. Oh, yeah. That's that's what it's about. It's okay. always about he's selling. Just trying, he's just oh, trying, he's trying to make his money. Because everybody know that hit. Everybody know that his girl is still in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. But like they said, I can't wait to see that seventy fifth. What about that seventy fifth NBA or seventy fifth best players NBA reunion when he's there and has to look at Jordan? Go, hey, how you doing? He need to get. He need to get Lars. Jordan, the man's yeah. looking at him. Like, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so hey, well, what did Scotty say, bro? What would he say? Man, Scotty's over there, just kind of like want to discredit or 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 say the reason why he wants more credit for what he did uh, for those championships. Right? No, 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 no. He's not no, stopping there. He's trying to take away from Jordan Shine. He's not just saying, "Hey, I was part of it." He's saying, "Nah, man, he wasn't all that." He wasn't all that great. He wasn't great to his teammates. He left us behind. He made all the money when we were the ones working hard. He went to town. Okay. okay. Yeah, he also said that there was no such thing as a flu game. So the flu game didn't happen. I wasn't. He didn't really have the flu. Oh, but he's uh, also he's just basically like yeah. putting well, everything okay. out there. That's called the hangover yeah, game. Look, yeah, he went. But he's talking all that was the okay. hangover okay. game, <laughs> which might be worse than the flu. So if you can do it off the hangover, that's tough too, right? Right. And here's the thing. Although it's self, self, self inflicted, yeah, but he's still coming from a hard, tough place. Look, look, look. We all know that Michael Jordan has special privileges, right? We all know that Michael Jordan was over there in Atlanta City gambling because they had a game on Monday. Yeah. And and then everybody had to get on the bus and go over to the next city. And Michael Jordan hung out, what, two days, whatever, because the game went until Friday. Yeah. And Michael Jordan got there for the game. Right. You know, that's all that mattered. Now, everybody else, you getting cut, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, you like that, you're getting cut. Everybody else, you getting cut. But they're not tripping off, off of yeah. uh, Michael Jordan because Michael Jordan was Michael Jordan. Right. And he's going to put on the show when the game. You know what I'm talking about? He's going to show right. up. He's going to show up. That, that brings up a good point. Um separating some of your street baller peers and so forth from NBA players. Who's one of your favorite NBA ballers that maybe when you were growing up, you were watching who's one of your favorite NBA players. Maybe they're still playing today. 
Chocolate. I mean, I got a lot of guys I respect. A lot of guys. I mean, AI Allen Iverson mm-hmm. definitely one of my favorites. You know, um, we talking about like the street credibility, but really like guys. You know, he people think he's this or that, and you know, really like he's one of the greatest guys I met. You know, what I'm saying got a lot of love, loves the game, loves people, but it's just. You know, sometimes you get perceived a certain way because of some things you have to protect in your image and your and it's a mean game. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I definitely got a lot of love for Allen Iverson. You know what I mean? Big shots out to AI. I went to his game, you know, in his community, in his city and dropped like 57. Iverson had like 42. We had almost 99 points together. We had almost 100 and won the game. I got the MVP. I mean, the guy showed me crazy love. You know what I'm saying? Like, and every time I see him, it's, it's, it's great love. But I mean, this is a guy I looked up to, you know, uh, I looked up to Jordan, you know what I mean, Magic Johnson, mm-hmm. Allen Iverson. You know, these are right. the guys I, I, I was like, wow. You know, I mean, it's a difference to being very good and being even great to actually, like, you know, when this man coming into the arena, whoever's there is going to see a show that mm-hmm. day. See, that's the level of greatness that it is, 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 is. There's a difference mm-hmm. between a good player and a great player. Right. You, you know, know, I was going to say, like, because, you know, when I was growing up and just looking at, like, we're all around the same age, so – um, just looking at point guards. No, like, no, 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 no. We're not all around I mean, the same age. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, hey, 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 what year were you born? What year were you born? Looking over here. I mean, oh, speak for no, yourself, no, no, no. old man. Hey, chocolate. What year were you born? Um, uh, 2004. 2000. He don't even count. Yeah, LeBron's not my goat though. Okay, who's your goat? Kyrie Irving. All right. All right. All right. He likes the handles. He likes the finish. Yeah. His same birthday as me. At the oh, same birthday, okay, okay. So there's that kinship. But I was thinking, like, you know, when you talk about ballers, man, like, like Ross Strickland back in the day, is you like, I used to like Ross Strickland. That's my guy too. You know One of my saying? good friends, Ross Strickland. Yeah, I love you know, Ross Strickland's game. Just, just loved his game. Um, and then we, we were just talking about like pure handle standpoint. I mean, you got to give it up for Tim Hardaway. Oh yeah, like one of the guys that kind of like not invented the crossover, but yeah, kind of cross the, cross the crossover. The UTEP two step, the yeah, double double, you know like, double like, through the that, leg. That, that, yeah, that's all Tim Hardaway. And who and back in the day, no one knew the Sham guy was going to be what it is like now. It's like legendary. You know what I'm saying? Like the move is like. Everyone's like, damn, he do that in the game. Everybody like, oh my god, man, what the shit, god, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, but at the time we was doing it. I mean, he was. I mean, he was in there for a little bit. Like, he didn't even like play that long. But no, he right. just came well, in. His his legacy, man. yeah, his legacy is like more was in the park and then at Providence. You know, he didn't yeah. really get to materialize in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Per se, you might have seen move, but that's all you knew him for. But like mm-hmm. before there was ever social media, before there was even. Like a lot of games were videotaped and all that. Like Sham God making the moves, and I'm in DC, and this is the Sham God, mm-hmm. and this was the Sham God in 1990 something, yeah. and it wasn't no TV. No, like yeah. you know, it wasn't mm-hmm. on TV. That's where it was already was. rolling, and, mm-hmm. and just just the actual urban legend of his mm-hmm. move, and it really carried city to city. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. where I'm in DC, knowing what the Sham God is, yep. and it ain't no, it ain't on YouTube. You can't watch him do no, it. No, right, you right, see, right. Had to see it live, and exactly. it's like the word of mouth. Exactly. So that was amazing, man. And he's like you're saying, like he's like Providence, and back in the day, man, the big. East was like, you know, oh, just the, like the, the murderer's the, row. So right. you didn't go to St. John's, if you didn't go to Georgetown, I mean, if you didn't go Syracuse. to Syracuse, you know what I'm saying, UConn, like, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah. if you were doing that, you were putting on them from, you know, from Providence, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like, so he and, he, and like you said, being able to be drafted and coming into the game, I mean, I just have respect from all the people that actually, like, and now we're talking about, like, Kyrie and now how handles have progressed now yeah. to the point to the point where it's now it's like wow like you know unstoppable it's like yeah it's unstoppable but um yeah i was just saying like those guys like 
I just want to know, like, if Transcendence. I love Ron Strickland. Yeah, Ron Ron Strickland. Ron Strickland was the first NBA player I ever played one-on-one. I was 19 years old. He came to my junior college. Nice. And he was was an actual NBA all-star for the Washington Wizards Mm -hmm. at the time. I already Mm -hmm. love Ron as a player. Like, Mm -hmm. he's one of the best finishers. He's Kyrie before Kyrie. Mm -hmm. But just the way he put on, you know, every night. And then, like, to get to play against him, the level of professionalism I got to see. And I actually played against him against my whole junior college was watch. It was at my practice. So, like, my coach was like, play him. Play Rod right now. So, we play in front of everybody. And, I mean, it was a great game. And, like, I'm just young and trying to get my name. Mm-hmm. This Rod, he's a, he's a perennial all-star. Like, he had just made him and C. Webb just made the all-star game. And he was coming to work out. And I had him up, like, nine to eight. Then I was like a little skinny dude, so he just backed me down, mm. backed me down, <laughs> gave me the big shoulder. Like I went, did it, went through his legs, like cook. My man Rock gave me the NBA shoulder, bang. Uh, <laughs> I made the move, but I couldn't get to the ball. <laughs> and then he beat me eleven nine. I was like, let's play again, let's play. He's like, no, 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 that's it. That's your only chance. We're gonna do some shooting now. <laughs> but every time I see Rod since then, man, like a uh, true professional, man, great person, man. Definitely somebody I definitely look nice, up to. Nice, That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. So uh, we've talked about kind of where you've been. Uh, we talked about what you're doing. Uh, let's talk about where you're going, man. Okay. Uh, I know you keep busy. Uh, you keep moving. Uh, where's White Chocolate moving? Where's he going in the future? Oh, man, we got some great things. I don't know if I'm allowed to say what's happening, man. You can uh, say a little bit. Not to give him a little something, you know. Um, well, we got some shows coming out, man, so stay tuned for those. I'm not going to give you too much information, but I'll tell you what, we're going to make some great shows coming up. Um, we're looking to also, you know, keep playing, doing some great games. I'm looking to do some games on this West Coast, um, you know, to just get the talent out there and provide a platform for the players, man. It's all about the street ball culture, but we're basketball players, been playing basketball all our life. So just to create a real platform for players like myself that love this game and, and want an opportunity to play and have a great talent, just to let them show their talent and give them this platform. So we're going to be creating some great games and in, in hopefully in all these cities and get the chance to, you know, let this talent show them what you got. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Show them what you got. Right. Show, let them get their shine on, you know, um, and just everybody bring this street ball thing to the next level. I'm looking to try to take street ball from, you know, the streets to a corporate situation, man, and really, really, take it to the next level. Like it hasn't been there yet. You know, I feel like it's like we're for all street ball, all street ball for the game, for the game of street basketball. Absolutely. For all street ball players, Mm -hmm. for, for all basketball players that are done in college and think they're supposed to be playing pro and know that they, they love the game and they don't want, they want to, they want a chance. They want a lane, an avenue to play and perform on, Mm -hmm. but at a high level where it's exciting, it's intense, you know, not just dumb tricks, yeah. you know, that's bull stuff. You know, I don't want to cuss on your show, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? You can't just do Real tricks ball. and can't play basketball, bro. And I don't disrespect the tricks like cool, but learn a game. And and, and, and and then what we're trying to do with street basketball is take it to another level. So you have to be a pro basketball player, right? Mm-hmm. And then be able to play in them type of hostile environments, but then also have something special that stands out about your game, whether it's your bounce, whether it's your shooting ability, mm-hmm. whether it's your handles. Or maybe you're just a great defender and you can get on by defense. Everybody can't dribble and trick the ball off. Mm-hmm. And it's not a basketball game when you have 10 people trying to over dribble, right? Mm-hmm. So let's cut the crap. Let's get it back to the real true, true essence of the game and play the game at a high level. And you're playing the game to win the game. Mm-hmm. You might not always win, but the object and the goal of this game is to win it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So let's, let's put the precedent of winning first, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then all the names and all the games is like, cool. But my thing and where we're from, we say, Play with your 
game and not your name. So my name is White Tiger. I might be this or that, or my name is something. And I got to, it doesn't matter. You got to come up and you got to show it and prove it. That's mm-hmm. kind of the difference in the NBA and street ball too, because some things are going to be catered your way a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like it ain't going, you still got to go and perform, yeah. but it's kind of going to be catered for you to perform. Yeah. Yeah. Set up for you while you're wrestling every single game. Plus, your name is on the line every single game. Every game, and 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 that person's gonna try to be famous by taking your name. Oh yeah, when you go, you're the target. Yeah, Yeah, you got an X on your back, and you're in their city, so you're not getting the calls. Mm -hmm. But all that makes you better, right? So if you've been doing that for twenty years, you should be better. Yep. Because you go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, I I love what you're saying, but I've been thinking like, so you're mint chocolate. Who gave you mint chocolate? Movie you, time mint. Did you did you pick that out or, or 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 he actually has a story, I think, of the mint chocolate. Yeah, because I mean you could have been you could have been dark chocolate. Yeah, I've been, been mint chocolate for forever though. <laughs> so so he was like in the third grade, right? And I got um we're playing at University of Maryland, it's like me, Kevin Durant, James Harden, my boys from back home, some Maryland players, and a lot of other pros. And he's over there drunk, you know, just on the side and everything like that. And then the University of Maryland girls, they were like watching and everything. So they're they're like mint chocolate. That's mint chocolate. And that was like he was little then, you know. Oh, and then hey, it just so stopped. the girl got to give yeah, you the University of Maryland terrapins ladies did that. That is oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got sick with that. All yeah, yeah, that's oh, okay. yeah. It's mint chocolate all the way. The, <laughs> the older one, he did, he doesn't want to join the chocolate last name. He goes by uh, Carmel Swizzle. All right. That's okay. Yeah. He's in the sweets family. Yeah. Yeah. He, so got little, he, got, he got that he's little like, West Coast flavor. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. He got that Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Like, you know, or, or E-40, really. Yeah. They sizzle with nizzle. Pizzle. You know what I mean? He begins right, to like, fizzle so much that I don't even understand what the hell he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he it goes is. in, don't he? That is absolutely yeah. all right. Hey, man. I love that. I'm sorry. I just I didn't yeah. want to cut you off. Nah, yeah. good, brother. I, I just want to know, like, you know, mint chocolate. Where did you get that from? I love yeah. it. I love it. It deserves yeah. to be told. Uh, sticking with mint chocolate really quick. Mint, I know you're playing uh, high school ball out here. And I just want to know, um, you don't have to get specific, but what's your experience like? How's the competition out here strong? What, what, are, you, what are you feeling out here? Uh well, like in terms of like overall basketball, I, I I like it out here. I feel like uh like girls basketball is like way better out here. Like the competition, like when we were up at Venice, there's like a lot of like tough actually like hooper hooper, uh girl hoopers out here. Uh, and then the athleticism is crazy out here. Mm. Y'all got some of the most athletic hoopers I think probably in the nation. Uh, but that that East Coast is different just based off like grit and grime like mm-hmm. new york dc toughness baltimore like mm-hmm. you're not walking up that court with the ball you're getting pressed mm-hmm. so like nothing's easy nothing's easy like you're mm-hmm. always gonna have to have your head on sort of looking at it, it's not sweet out here sweeter but it's like it's just different it's just different it's like yeah. it, you could tell it's more open uh a lot more threes go up uh, probably because you know what I'm saying the bays right there, yeah, yeah, bay yeah. inspired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We so, got a guy named Steph Curry. Yeah, there, you know bays right there. But just like, like it, it's less like going to the basket. Like cause my first game out here, I had, I had, I was playing for Beverly Hills, and I had like 28, and it was just all to the basket. So, but like nobody else was going to the basket. Everybody else shooting threes. Mm-hmm. So that's when I first sounds noticed. like the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. For real. Kind of sounds like the Lakers yeah. game lately. We've been talking about that. <laughs> right. Straight threes the yeah. whole time. But like, 
I don't know. You like so two points to the I like to the basket. I go to the basket. Yeah. So the point guard to the basket, left to the basket. Right. So it was yeah. open for you yeah, every time because like, nobody else is going. There. Everybody else is trying to shoot three. Like you give me layups though. Yeah, that's like, why that's I don't understand like, layups. Yeah, I, don't, I don't understand why. Yeah, yeah. Go like, for two. Like yeah. Westbrook keeps trying to shoot threes. You're better off just going to the basket Man. more times than not, right? Man, right. Ooh, hey, look, look, look. Sixteen year old knows that right there. I like Westbrook. Like that's what I base like my like. I get triple doubles. Like that's what I base my my style play. Him and Kyrie, but okay, man. Just keep trying. Just stick with Kyrie. (laughs) And and even that's scary now because you're saying stick with Kyrie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm just saying right now. Well, look, stick with Kyrie. Game, you know. Yeah, the earth is round. You know what I mean? Let's just say earth is round. I don't know. I don't know where he like. He just went like like a basketball after Cleveland. I don't. I, yeah. I think, you know, uh, he pulled that Joaquin Phoenix where he's just going to go crazy and get some attention, I think. And then he got mad that he got attention. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Like, he made, he literally put on paper and the guy said that everybody dissected it. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. That's you, put it, way you put that junk out there, or that craziness. It is what it is. When you put that out there, then you're going to, you know. Yeah. And that spotlight does that to people. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying nothing about him, but just in general, man, people. See that spotlight? They want to keep that spotlight, man. Mm-hmm. They want to. They want the spotlight on them. So people do a lot of wild things for that spotlight, and that's what you're kind of seeing with these younger players now, yeah. like going to extremes to try to get the attention, mm-hmm. you know. And at the end of the day, bro, y'all got here for your game of basketball. Mm-hmm. So all that other stuff, and I mean, you can express yourself and be what you want to do, but remember what what got you paid, bro. Mm-hmm. So I just try to tell them young as that in a positive way. You know, remember what got you in the door. Mm-hmm. Now you can't. Now you got money. You can go do whatever you want to do in life. True, but remember what got you in the door, mm-hmm. and try to stick stick to that too. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people get in the bread, they get in the league, and then they last a couple of years, and you're gone. You don't yeah. hear from them no more. And it's like you know, stick to what got you there because it's, it's that's light. That light yeah. gets you all. Now right. you're just doing everything but basketball. Man. Right? But yeah. you're in the NBA getting a hundred million. Yeah. But you're not even barely getting to the court. Yeah, and, look, and, and, and to your so point, I'm keeping it real. I said it a hundred times. And, and, and to your point, chocolate, that you know, we we've had a whole lot of great players play in other teams. They come over here, they can't make a shot. Man, you know what I mean? That's because that light, different. that like, light, that like, spotlight like, out here. Like, like, like our guy Danny Green. You know, Danny Green, man, was making everything. He come over here, can't make nothing. Can't see. Do you think that's why, like, when yes. players yes. go to the Lakers, they get drafted, yes. and different. then they leave? They turn up. Like, well, yeah, the yeah. Lakers have the, the the Lakers have that spotlight, uh-huh. and and see, we don't accept mediocrity over here. You know what I mean? Like Kuzma right now is yeah, yeah, balling. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That dude literally is fourteen and nine right now. You, do you know what I would do with fourteen and nine right now on this team? It'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah but he wouldn't get his chance. But here's the thing, though. If but it's different because he that fourteen and nine is like all right, cool. That's what you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? But over there in Washington, you got room to do it. They, they yeah. got they got room to do it. All right, all right. All right. So speak, speaking of Washington, all right. So so. Uh, uh, no doubt they're playing well, and the the players that got traded there, Kuzma, playing well. Uh, your boy Contavious, uh, they don't call him Will Pope. Yeah, uh, KCP, oh, yeah, he, he's playing okay over there. Uh, so he was up at a press conference today after a game, or yesterday, I don't know, but today or yesterday. And the reporter asked him and asked KCP, he said, "Hey, you guys look to be having some fun over here. You're doing pretty good. Um, are you happy that you got traded from that team over there since they're a failure?" Uh, Stray said that. Stray said that. He said the Lakers are a failure. Are you glad you're over here? 
Uh, KCP just laughed. I, I, you know, I think oh, he, he knows, know better. He know, okay, better. He, know yeah. better. he just laughed, but well, he knows um, who his agent is. Right? That's right, yeah, right, right, right. right. <laughs> but but there's one right there that you're saying. Okay, he's he's getting more more light over there than he did here because he got heat over here. He really yeah, did. He got heat, he got heat over there. Yeah, there he's different. getting light. He's getting roses I'm, over here. It was like, okay, good. You played well. That's what you're supposed to do every damn game. Now where it was never yeah. like you yeah. can't take a day off. Yeah, not over here. That's that no, shine, look, right? Look, look, that's that light. Look at, I mean, listen. Look at Lonzo. Lonzo balling. Lonzo right too, yeah. You know what I mean? But he just needed time. Some he of these players need just time. need time. Some of them just need to get out the light. Yeah. Some yeah. guys don't like the light. They play know, better without Lonzo, that spotlight. Mm-hmm. I think Lonzo, Lonzo he, he, he's not as good, I don't think, with a spotlight, maybe. But when he's kind of just behind the scenes, he's a solid player. He's yeah. not no flashy player. No. He's not no highlight dude. No, right. he's solid. Right. Now Lamelo, Lamelo's the flash. When it came Showtime. here, it would have been like you know a fish to water. Yeah, I mean, he would, he would said, "Wait a minute, this is it's showtime." Like showtime. He, yeah. I'm, I'm a freak this every night. Let me have this thing looking like yeah, Madison Square Garden. You know what I'm saying? So, so he 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 definitely would have been that guy. Um, what I see about like uh, Kuzma, and I know people looking at his stats, and his stats are solid right now. But you know what? It's also that when you make shots. But it's also when you make your shots. You know what I'm saying? And I know he's making it at the end. And remember. It's not like we didn't have a small sample size with Kuzma. Like, you know, it's not like we, I mean, we had enough time to see him. We also had enough time to see him in the place and the times we want to see him. And that's the playoffs. That's just basically when you're a Laker and you're a Laker fan, we don't care what it's you do for the first to 82 games. It's the real season in the playoffs. And I know you're a judge. Everybody is judged on the playoffs. You all those names up there in the rafters. They're judged because they balled in the playoffs, not because they were just balling out. They right. got championships, right. and they had to in the brightest in the light, in the brightest location. Yeah, I mean, second maybe brightest Lakers, uh, Madison. You know, so I mean, but, but it, until they until Lakers. they actually, I mean, until until the Knicks start winning, winning, and have a culture of winning, it has to be Staples number one or just Crypto.com. It's, it's number one. Yeah, we haven't even Okay, here we go. Well, that's for perfect that. timing. I'm I ready for that. Segue. All right. So, so if you watch the show, which I know you do, uh, then you know that we finish each show with a segment we call Money Mike's Out of Bounds. All right. So Money Mike's going to go ahead and share his thoughts on a topic or his opinion. And he just wants to know, is he in bounds or out of bounds? So we're all going to have an opinion on this. Money Mike, you've got the mic. All right. So, look, you know, we had you know, Sundays are, are a long day for us, right? So I was down at SoFi. I had a couple stuff to do over there. And then we had a little networking meeting and it was in Hollywood. And then I had to take the 405 freeway to get all the way over here. And right when I passed right around um, um, Culver City, you know, I looked over to my left and it said Westfield Culver City. That's Fox Hills Ball. I'm just going to let y'all know. That is Fox Hills Ball. It's always going to be Fox Hills When I was 16, when I was his age, I went to Fox Hills Mall. If If I go to the mall tomorrow, I'm at Fox Hills Mall. I don't care if it say Westfield Culver City. I'm at Fox Hills Mall. So I just want to let y'all know right now, you know what? This whole situation over here, uh, the, the name change, and y'all just going to decide to do it like midseason and all that stuff. Am I out of bounds to say that it's Staples Center, and I'm always going to call it Staples Center? I'm never going to call it Crypto uh it would never be called crypto.com arena. I don't care if they change the colors, whatever. 
that is always going to be staple center. Am I out of bounds for always calling the uh, Figueroa, 100 Figueroa, Chick-Hearn Court. Chick Court, Staples Center? Let's start with our guests. Let's start with our guests. All right, mint chocolate. Uh, let's go. Is it always going to be Staples Center? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I see me personally. Uh, I mean, you don't know any yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter to me because I like this is my first time like in here. So, but definitely, I think Staples Center just off of knowing and being a basketball player. But I think the new generation, like like uh, two thousand eight, two thousand ten up, is gonna know it as crypto, which is gonna be mm. weird because mm-hmm. they're gonna be like, hey, uh, there's a game at crypto. Everybody's gonna be like, yeah, that's foreign. So, all right, all right. Yeah, so, yeah. so is he inbounds or out of bounds with his thought? Inbounds, that, that means you're always really. gonna call it I staples. Agree. All yeah, right, inbounds. I'm inbounds. inbounds. All right, uh, let's go. White chocolate. All right, the house that Kobe built. There that's it right. is. Right, get out of my yard. There it you is. feel me? Yeah. I, I feel like you're very in bounds right now with this one, Mike. If you want the crypto.com, take it up the street and rebuild it like you did the Staples Center. <laughs> you didn't do that with the Western Forum. Don't do that with the Staples. That's I'm right. just an outside guy speaking my <laughs> Step hat. So far, you're good. Hey, dude. Mama called them Staples. I'm going to call them Staples. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm going to say right now, dude, hey, it's, it's never going to be crypto.com arena. It's always going to be Staples. I mean, like, like, like my man said, dude, this the house of Kobe built, and every time you see that uh, that um you hear that uh that sound bite, you know from Kobe to Shaq, you know you see it. You know, Staples Center on the on the court. I mean, you see it. It's it's part of the lore. And when you see the Ori shot, and you see it like boom, that happened at Staples. You know what I'm saying? It's like all of that stuff happened right there, and it has that name and match. I remember when it first opening. Oh yeah, and I was mad at the name. I'm like the Lakers couldn't get a better sponsor than Staples. I mean, are you serious? Staples, like the Staples, not not anybody else. Just Staples, not Sony. No, I was mad. I didn't like Staples. Right? Yeah. Now, see, so they now, still do that. So though. maybe like crypto in a couple but years. No, because no. crypto wasn't even like you know. It's like because if you ain't calling it the crypt, then it's like, well, well, like you well, know who like, gonna call it. Like, like, you already well, know who's gonna call it the crypt. No, we go. if we ain't trying to freak it like that, then I'm not trying to mess with it. But if you're gonna call it crypto. All right. That's, that's why. All right. So he's in bounds. Oh, definitely. All right. So, so far you're hundred percent. I'm going to say you're in bounds. However, I am going to add an asterisk to it. And I'm going to say that if the Lakers can pull four, five, six titles with crypto.com, you'll start calling it crypto.com. Nope. Uh, they have to, it, it isn't just playing in the building. You have to make history under that name in that building. That's what's been done at Staples. That's what you're talking about, and that's what you connect to. Until they do that, it's always going to be Staples Center. Well, look, let me just say two more things to that. First of all, the form, they don't redid the form. The Lakers have left the form. They they changed owners four or five times. They changed still colors. <laughs> it still was, it still is the form. Even the fact that our guy, Steve Ballmer, who owns the Clippers, it still is the form. You know, and so I don't that this is a something that I don't think ever should be touched. My second question is, how do they pay for that? Do they pay for it through cryptocurrency or real money? No, they got the real money. That's the ironic part of it. That, that's real money? So they even real money. I don't know. That's a good they're not, question. They're not that's a good question. If it's up to me, you know what I'm doing. I'm taking the crypto. Oh, I'm taking crypto all day long. They're not taking they're not yeah. 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 I, I've been messing with crypto since twenty fourteen. I'm taking crypto. Well, yeah, we're not on the yeah, you will be. I'm Everybody will be. You know what's so crazy about crypto, though? Literally, we could go in tonight and just log in and create 
mint chocolate cryptocurrency. And, 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 no, and, it's not that easy, but I understand what okay, you're saying. Okay, how much harder is it? Well, I'm yeah. not that knowledge, but it's harder than that. But yes, it's not quite <laughs> that easy. We can't, here's, okay, but you could here's, here's create my question. The, the can we create mint, tr- mint chocolate cryptocurrency? Maybe we should do that. <laughs> you know, we could. And, and the value of the coin is based on your success playing basketball. We yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I have no idea, but I understand what you're saying by you can just make it. That's why I'm not really, that's why I'm not on the wave yet because I feel like it's just, I don't know. There's well, see, first problems. of all, the stock market in itself is nothing but a popularity contest anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But cryptocurrency is just a whole nother, okay. just a whole nother level behind that. But yes, you could go on there. They have this company. You can uh, log yeah. in. You can create mint chocolate. Boom. They have, I mean, people, is that like the NFTs? People, the NFTs? The NFTs kind of, it's all on the same. What it all is based off of is the uh, blockchain. Mm-hmm. which is a form of keeping track of things that yeah, nobody yeah. can fudge or mess with. So uh, an NFT is kept on the blockchain. What it is, is it's a picture and it's one of a kind, but it's digital. And because it's got this NFT token attached to it, yeah. you can tell that's the only one of a kind. So if you want to sell that digital picture that you have, which is just a memory card, um, you can verify that it is the original and not a copy. But you can see that same play on YouTube. So you know. but you great can also great breakdown. Great breakdown, Thank you. Jeff. Thank My you. goodness. And, and with that, we just about bored everybody. So we're going to go ahead and end the show and say, okay, thank you so much to our guest, White Chocolate, Min Chocolate. You guys are awesome. Uh, we hope to have you back on soon. And we'll definitely be keeping watch on you, young man, and White Chocolate, because we know you still got a lot to give. For my man, Money Mike, Step Pat, I'm yes. yours, Simsta. We back here Simsta. every week. We'll be here next week at 8.30 p.m. Sunday. Be with us. Don't go anywhere. Thanks, guys. A podcast for the fans, by the fans. Dive deep into the topics the other shows miss, raw and uncensored. And he's going to play team ball. His legacy is at stake. Rare, hard-hitting interviews with players, coaches, and you, the super fans. I'm not hating. I'm like, okay, cool. Three championships in five years. He's more than good, bro. Profanity Nation. Listen live or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Powered by Jesse Brown of Keller Williams.